This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome, everybody, to Extra the Podcast. I'm Melvin Robert. Thank you so much for joining us. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Today, we are talking to Bachelor Joey Grazade, who's just a couple of weeks into his journey to find love. Joey gets candid on whether he felt, you know, that love at first sight vibe the first night at the mansion. Then, Modern Family star Sofia Vergara makes a huge transformation into one of the most violent cartel queen pins in history in Griselda. And she shares how the dark role took quite the toll on her personal life. But first, the Long Island medium is back and raising spirits in her new Lifetime series. Teresa Caputo has never been shy about her personal life. Y'all might remember that she featured her 2018 divorce from Larry on the Long Island medium. Now, though, she gives extras Billy Bush the latest on her new show and her love life. Teresa Caputo! <laughs> Ho! Boom Boom is in the house! <laughs> Oh my you God. You are ridiculous, but thank you for that amazing. How long did the hair take today? Uh, not, not long, about, about an hour and a half, you hour 45. Boom, boom. Boom, boom, done like that. And your dad was boom, boom? Yeah, they call him Nicky Boom Boom. Nicky Boom Boom yeah. Brigandi? That's it, that's my pops. I bet he was a popular guy. He sure is, he still is. Social fun. Yep, he's like the mayor of Hicksville. Where have you been? Why did you take off so many years? This is, I can't believe this. I know, it was only a couple of years. I wasn't gone for that long, but I'm back. When's the last time I spoke to you? 2019, I think. Yeah, it was right before the pandemic. Yeah, it's been a while, but I'm back, back on Lifetime. So it's pretty amazing. Okay, how's it different? Are we doing, what's coming up this year? So we we got a lot of behind the scenes stuff, a lot of behind the scenes of me getting ready, what it's like really on a day-to-day basis, besides me just talking to the dead. Uh, I take you on the road with me to doing my live shows because I do live on a tour bus with six other people when I'm not filming. So it is, it's pretty intense. And then uh, doing readings on my days off in the towns that I visit. So that's in a lot of the episodes. Does it take a lot out of you? It does. It does, but I feel like I was built this way. I was born to do this. So it's not, I mean, every job is draining, right? Everyone's tired after a long day's work, but sometimes I carry the emotions with me. Sometimes the souls stay with me for a little bit. So it is, it can be very draining. Do you ever do a reading for someone and then when you go home, that person that you sort of connected with comes to you? And it's still there? The soul sometimes, yes. It happens from time to time. A lot of times with children. 
if what a children little- passes away, if a child passes away, they'll stay with me for a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Well, so. you're comforting. You're like yeah. a, you're like a good hang. Yeah. Oh my God. So, and your son is getting married? Yeah. On the show? Yeah. He got married uh, this summer in Lake Como. So that was very- Lake Como? Yes, yes. At the Clooney Estate? Where was it? No, I wish. It, I wish. Uh, it was beautiful. I mean, my whole family was able to come. You know, people have destination weddings all the time, right? But to have it in Lake Como it was absolutely magical. It was so beautiful. Do you ever, now every time, Okay, what's happening right now? Do we feel like there's anything in the room or anything going on? <laughs> You're making me nervous. Well, I always think like, <laughs> will you tell me at any time if something I'll comes t- in I'll here? tell you. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know, Billy. I'll, I'll let you know, I promise. I mean, I like to keep those things away usually. I don't want to. I know. I don't like, I, I don't all know. These, all these years, right, that you've been interviewing me, every time I have something new, you're, you always have me on and you're always very gracious. And if you ever, ever want to have a reading, I'd be more than happy to give you that experience. Well, one thing has happened since the last time I saw you, and that is I lost my dad. And he was definitely mm-hmm. my guy. We were super tight. He died 35 minutes before his 90th wow. birthday. I was sitting in the room, I don't know, scrolling through Instagram or something as he was kind of mm-hmm. just sleeping, I thought. Yeah. And you know what's interesting? I felt- I was gonna ask you, did you feel something? Oh, 100%. that was his soul. That was okay. his soul. I was looking down. He wasn't making a noise, and mm-hmm. I suddenly went. I bolted mm-hmm. upright because I felt a massive energy shift yeah. in the room. His spirit had left the room, and I knew right away. Oh wow! And then I looked at his face, and you could tell. It, you could see the peace on his face. It was. He mm-hmm. was gone, but mm-hmm. the shell was there. Yeah. And I thought, oh wow! That's all you need to know. That's it about the spirit going somewhere else. But you I felt, felt it. it 100% I felt it, but that's the not thing, 90. That's the thing that I love what I do. I validate for people or, or the souls of the departed validate for people that what they sense and feel is real. They're not crazy. That it is your loved one's soul that is getting your attention, letting you know that they're with you. I mean, for you to be able to feel that, I mean, to me, that's just a little hug to say goodbye. What is it about you that makes you available to these because we're all wired the same way Mm -hmm. but what what, why wouldn't i be able to sit with him and feel him and all of that of of course you can why can't i do what you do well i believe we all can i believe we all have the amazing ability to connect with our own departed loved ones that's a soul bond that can never be broken so signs come in many different ways so it might just like if you feel that there's a presence in the room or all of a sudden if you just smell something that reminds you of your dad or you just think of him you might hear that old song on the radio that reminds you of him and it's not a current top 40 hit it's the soul getting your attention to let you know that they're with you at that exact moment. And that, that's a great thing. So when someone has an experience with me and I share my gift with them, they, there are a lot of, uh, I say, universal messages that a soul might say, because there are many common burdens and guilts that we carry or negative emotions to someone's passing. So I have spirit validated with unique things. So they might bring up and talk about things that happened years ago, things that have happened after they died. They might talk about things that you haven't shared with anyone else. And then I love for them to communicate with that personality, to truly validate that from the moment the soul leaves the physical body, they leave behind every and any disability 
disability or ailment. They do not take it with them. They leave it with the physical body. And you witnessed that firsthand. Yeah. It's like, are they all up there? Everyone that ever lived watching us? Are they all gathered in there and like standing room only and watching our lives and saying, Oh, no, Larry, don't do that. <laughs> or, or tell that person I love him. I mean, well, I, I will tell or are they you, though, doing their own party? They're, they're doing their own thing. They're learning lessons. They're going through life reviews. But did you ever get those moments where you just get that gut in instinct not to do something? Or yeah, that's spirit guiding you. Well, my dad gave me a brutal conscience. Like, I feel guilty and terrible over everything. Anything I do that's like, if it's wrong, I just, ugh. He was, he called it the compass. <laughs> you have a compass in you and your compass is pointing you in the right direction. If you go in the mm -hmm. wrong direction, the compass is gonna shake and it's gonna bother you and you're gonna think and you're gonna feel terrible. And I spent the rest of my life feeling terrible. See? Just, oh, well, I shouldn't do that. Oh, I shouldn't do that. But I guarantee you, your dad looks at things differently now from the other side. Oh. Any powerful readings as of late oh. to really? They're all powerful because uh, everyone's experience is, is, is powerful for that person. But there was one, uh, I was on the road in Chattanooga and I was getting ready to do a private reading and on the way to the reading, this is kind of the behind the scenes things that Lifetime is showing. I was driving uh, there and I felt very odd. I felt like I was out of my body. Like I was driving the car, but I felt like I had left my body and it was the weirdest thing. And I was getting a little nervous because I'm driving at this point. And I got to the reading and unfortunately the young lady, her mom, um, was kidnapped and she, her, she wanted to know how her mom survived the nine hours in the trunk of the car. And she made, her mom's soul made me feel that on the way to the reading. She and said- you're in the car. Yeah, and I'm driving. And when during the reading, she, she made me feel it and she showed it to me. And I heard, this is why you felt that way on the way to the reading. This is how I survived. And I said that to the girl and she said, I wanted to know how my mom survived being alive for nine hours in that trunk of a car. Wow. Yeah. Look at all those rings that you have on your <laughs> finger. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at one finger in particular though. Which one? Oh, this? That's, you gotta, that's the wedding. They're supposed to, not, not supposed to have anything on there if you're a single woman. Well, I'm gonna tell you, this. I actually have matching rings with my stylist. <laughs> so Hollywood. <laughs> I only told my hair person. <laughs> You have you and your stylist have the same one. Yes, the same pinky and same ring finger. Okay, now the last we spoke. Yes. You were single. Yes, and ready to mingle. Uh, yeah. Do we have a guy? A, 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 Maybe it depends. Do you have a girl? <laughs> not at the moment. Not at the oh, moment. Then I don't have anybody at the moment, Billy. <laughs> Love lift us up where we belong. There you go. <laughs> uh, but not, no one's serious. I'm dating. Dating. It's, it's, it's hard, you know, it's, but I, I, I Men love, get nervous I to date you that you might tell them about what's going on. I, I think people just get nervous in general, but I, I don't, when people feel that way, they honestly don't know what I do or how I, my gift really works. You know, I don't need to know anybody's shenanigans, right? I got my own problems. Yeah. <laughs> right. I just use my gift for healing. And to watch it, you know, and to, to feel the energy. And I love that you felt that because you can validate that. You know what you felt. Oh, yeah. And no, it was I a feeling that you never had before. Right? No, I, it, it's, mm -hmm. it's complete and total validation mm -hmm. yeah. that the spirit goes somewhere yes. else. 
it doesn't die. It the doesn't. whole thing doesn't shut down. I am absolutely yeah. positive of that. Mm-hmm. I always say, people always ask me, what is it like? I say, listen, I'll find out when I get there. But I can guarantee you two things. When we die, we are greeted by our loved ones that have gone before us. And the ones left here in the physical world will miss us terribly. Those are the two things that I can guarantee you. Maybe if that, well, my dad was a very good, decent man, integrity, mm-hmm. t- went to church, the whole thing, checked all the boxes. Loyal, faithful, long marriage, the whole thing. I felt this. What if I was sitting with like a double murder, like cold-blooded? Could I feel their wonderful spirit leave you, the room? Or would might. it be like, whoa, that just shut down? I don't know. Like I've had times I... Maybe only good people. Well, I, I've seen souls. So I always say I only channel souls that walk in God's white light. I've been able to see souls and not feel anything from them. That's just my symbol for that I'm not able to lower my vibration and that soul has to learn more lessons. So um, I channeled through other souls, but I could see the soul. I don't know what happens, but I'll find out when I get there. When does the vibration come? Does it, you don't, you don't, you can't, can you invite or, or um, do they I, I typically just... don't invite if souls show up they show up. I, I always sense and feel things. Um, it's whether if spirit pushes me enough to say it. And I do feel, um, you know, to have an experience, I want someone to really have the full experience, you know, to, yeah. you know, not just like a quick 30 second, oh, here's, you know, your loved one. Yeah, T, we've lost a lot of celebrities this year, like Matthew Perry and mm. Suzanne Summers, yeah. and Norman Lear, Jimmy Buffett, the great Jimmy Buffett, yeah. Tony Bennett. Do families of celebrities ever reach out to you and say, hey, you know, listen, I'm so, you know, Tony Bennett's daughter. I'd like to. No, she's never reached out. No, but I mean, do, oh, any, good. has yeah. it happened where. Sure. When after a celebrity mm-hmm. passes, like, wow, I didn't. Sometimes. People reach out and they just, mm-hmm. they're longing. They're they, Because I think we all kind of fear death in a way, right? You know, I know growing up, I mean, I fear death. I'm not afraid anymore. I don't want to die. But I know that when I do, I'm going to be greeted and I'm going to be at peace. Yeah. And I think people need that comfort, you know, and especially when there are things when like souls come forward and they apologize. It means that they had to relive their life through our eyes to say they're sorry to someone. I mean, how many times are people mistreated? Right. Yeah. And the soul gets on the other side and they realize that if they made different decisions, choices, how they acted or spoke to someone, how that person's life could have been different. And they apologize for that. You know, I think that's it. My mom has so many questions like, did dad know that how I felt and did this? You know, Mm -hmm. she has all these things. I had the greatest closure. Like, yeah. I don't need him to show up. I, I, it was amazing. We were right. eye to eye. We met. We dotted the eyes. We crossed the T's. We got mm-hmm. everything done. We talked about finances. We talked about, you know, whatever. We, yep. we, I told him, you know, this is what I want to do with my life. And uh, I was there when he passed, and it was like gracious and beautiful. Yeah. And he was ninety, and God bless. You know, not everyone is good. given that gift. Yeah. Not every. I always say, what I do is not for everyone. Not people don't need to or want to or long for that. But unfortunately, people leave the physical world in very tragic ways. Too many ways. people leave and there's things left unsaid, things left undone, yep. and they're desperate to... And people don't know how to go on. Say someone that loses a child. 
Sometimes they don't know how to go on. They feel, what is my purpose now? Yeah. I'm not a mom anymore. They lose their only child. And to give someone back that faith and that hope and that peace yeah. is absolutely, you can't even describe that feeling to know that you changed someone's life in a positive way because I'm being true to myself, who I was meant to be here in the physical world. And that's hard because it's not a common thing that what I sense and feel and to be able to do this and to have another opportunity with Lifetime, it just shows that we all need some faith. Yeah, I love the way you say physical world because it's just uh, so hopeful, yeah. so positive for people who are afraid of death and Absolutely. a lot of people are. Yeah. Are you? I'm not afraid. I don't want to die. I'm not afraid. No. Not yet. Not yet. I think I got a few more good years in me. I need a couple, <laughs> I got a, you know what I say? I got a couple of more beats. <laughs> I got a couple, a couple of more beats, beats I got to hit. More beats. And other than then, then you can you take me. If I can get all three of my daughters married, see them see? married to good guys, then I can exit at there that point. Go. That's all I got to do. Now you want to see your grandchildren. All right, fine. You see the grandkid, but maybe that's all bonus, though, truthfully. All bonus. It, it truly is. Because then you got to help with the grandkid. You got to, like, do stuff. Oh, to help but them. it's the best thing in the world. I don't want to help. You're going to see my granddaughter on the show. She's so, oh, she's so precious. Well, it's different. Yeah, all right. Why is it different? Is Larry helpful? Larry? Yeah. My ex husband? Yeah. Is he helpful with the grandkids? Well, he's he lives here in California. So when he comes, he's You see, helpful. Larry hit the ex. <laughs> he hit eject. <laughs> Don't hate you were doing that. so good, Billy. Don't you were doing so good. <laughs> I don't want to help. Uh, when do we start? When are we back on? Thursday, January 25th on Lifetime. 9 Eastern, 8 Central. Check your local listings. Why has TV been a little unexciting as of late in the last few years? You've been asking yourself. That's because Boom Boom has taken a little time off. And now she's back. I'm back. Bang. <laughs> Hit me with those rings. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. You can watch Teresa Caputo raising spirits on Lifetime. Well, none of this. He's handsome, charming, and oh boy, does this dude have his hands full. Bachelor Joey Grazade's journey to find love has begun. And extras Billy Bush catches up with the man of the hour to talk about love at first sight and who the early frontrunners just might be. How long ago did you finish? Uh, right before Thanksgiving time. Right before Thanksgiving when yeah, it wrapped. That's when it wrapped. So we've been, uh, yeah. How much weight do you gain on something like that? You actually lose 
Really? Yeah, because even though all the champagne and the you uh, it's stress, you know, you, you don't you don't eat sometimes in some different spots. So yeah, usually the like you're the always MO. there's always champagne. There's always some drinking. Yeah, uh -huh. but I tried to limit as much as I could because you gotta keep your head on your shoulders. So you get so many that. people. You can't have a glass of champagne with everyone. No, no. On the dates that you pop a bottle, you make your way as much through it, but that's usually yeah. about it. Right, right. Interesting. So now you have to remember how this all went, though, the little... I'm, I'm, I'm pretty decent at remembering. Pretty good. I try, try my best, so there's there's little things, but remember where I came. I'm looking for a tan line on your ring finger. Let me see. The, you You're know not what? Married. You're not You're married. You're not married. If anything, it's engaged, remember, so there's no ring on my finger if it worked out. Unless you're so in love. I mean, the Golden Bachelor, he did, had his no time to waste. Right he away. went right into it. Right away. Oh, sorry. You're good, sorry. What about the silver bachelor? I think I'd like to be the silver bachelor. There's, there's been some calls for that. They like want the in-between. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Okay. 52, very <laughs> successful, very handsome. There we go. Amazing, great hair, somehow it's held up. All right, let's start with a serious question. What you got? Do you think that God got you, or universe, or however you believe, got you through the first experience? Because you were about to get engaged. Right to where you are now, like, oh, everything was by design. It, it led me to where I am. Or that you can love more than one person. It could have worked with charity. It could have worked with whomever you chose. It's a good question. Uh, I definitely think things happen for a reason. I've always been a believer in that. And I do believe in timing. I think that sometimes uh, things happen at the right time. And uh, in that moment when I was on The Bachelorette, I was definitely ready to get engaged. But when it didn't work out, I was able to pull myself out of that and realize that she had someone else that was the right person for her and I was still eager to find mine. And when this opportunity came along, it was hard to say no to it. You guys don't look anything alike. If she is, she, this woman doesn't have a type. If between one and two, First of all, six, there's there's about two feet of difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don, I think, is a, a six seven, so he he is definitely a, a tall human, but he's just such a great guy, and uh, I'm so happy for that. How much time did you have because shooting schedules get confusing. How much time did you have from broken heart standing on the beach to beginning your season? Yeah, I, uh, I finished up in, uh, I think I went back to Hawaii sometime in May and had some time back to get back to my normal life, teaching tennis again, just enjoying myself, trying to work on me. And I think it was about August time was when I started filming. So there was, a, there was a good in between there. I got some time to kind of, you know, have that reset, which I think is really important. What, what, how did you fix yourself? Um, I think for me, I just, like I said, tried to focus on what I was doing. Uh, I, I know when I left it, I did everything that I could. And I just tried to, you know, gain that confidence and realize that there was nothing I did wrong. She just had someone else that made more sense for her. So tried to focus on that as much as I could. To the naysayers that this is the craziest way to meet mm -hmm. someone, get married, it's all too quick, it's too well. What, what do you know about, you, you know the process really well. Is um, it actually the best possible way? I mean. I don't know if there ever is a best possible way. For me, I know it's unconventional. Forget dating apps, that's one at a time. Yeah. You got 32 at once. It's a Chances lot. go up. It's a lot. Uh, it's definitely unconventional. For me, I always thought back to how great of an experience I had on The Bachelorette. It felt really nice to be able to be in that setting to just focus on trying to find your person. It is different, but for me, it worked. I, I felt like I really connected with someone and I was excited to do it again to hopefully find my person. Now, before 
The Bachelor came into your life. Mm -hmm. Have you ever said person before? My person. Uh, I think that you get really good at the wording of how you say stuff after being on The Bachelor. Yeah, you find ways to at least how to say it. So it's bachelorese. Yeah, there's, speaking there's, ling right there's lingo, right? So person is definitely coming from the show. Journey, experience, however you want to word it. Those are all new words Boom. that I'm finding. It's uh, part of it. Did you? Did you find? Uh, you know I can't answer that Your question. I mean, but... <laughs> I know was, I could, but I'm, I'm not going to. It was did, definitely, I had a you great end experience. in a successful way? I, what I can tell you is I am very happy and I had a great time throughout the whole thing. Um, there's moments that's difficult, but right now I'm happy and I'm excited to be here today. Where are you hiding her, Joey? Where I is she? I can't say anything. Come on, I she's under wraps anything. in Sacramento or something. Yeah. Very... You're just going to have to wait to see. Okay. How aware are you of what the drama you know, the edit comes out and we're aware of it, but are, are you aware that, you know, Taylor is and Jess are posting up against each yeah. other and there's like a little beef there and you stole my thing and then there's that. Do you know any of that? No, I think people sometimes forget that what you see on TV, the conversations I have, that's all the access and, and, and I guess insight I have to talking to the women. So throughout the show, when you have these group dates, you can start to pick up on things. Um, if you come to the house at all and visit, you can maybe see a look or here or two, but all these interviews, all this kind of drama that starts to happen in the house, I was seeing all that on night one for the first time with everyone else. I know you're not allowed to give anything away, but just at least tell me this. You didn't hit the fantasy suites with sisters. I can't One tell night, you, you, you. Just tell me you didn't do I, that. I can't tell you that. I think you just have to tune in to find out. I but just can't that, imagine that. I that know would that happen. would be a very bold call. Let's just say that. I know that like, would be a very bold call. You'd be, it's too much drama. Yeah, in, in, you're in just going to have to wait and see though. But yes, that would be very bold. I have a very good way of like, I just watch the body language. I'll tell you who my favorite is. Okay. Lexi the golfer. Okay. I think uh, anyone that knew that I was a big golf fan saw that on that night. I had a lot of buddies that I golf with that when they saw that she said she was a big golfer. My, my Same. I know. I I'm love like, the Do you sport. have an older sister? I love the or sport. Or maybe a younger aunt. I don't know where I am right now. But uh, I mean, she's a golfer and she the way you talk to her, the way she talked to you. So natural, there was a hum there. Yeah, Lexi's great. I think one of the coolest things on night one was that we connected over that we had a lot of similar interests. And that's a big thing for me because I'm active. I, I like having fun and doing different things outside of my, my normal life. And uh, yeah, we connected on that really early on. And you're a golf and tennis guy. Golf and tennis. So when I first started teaching tennis in Hawaii, uh, tennis turned into a job pretty quickly. So I needed to find something new. And uh, I was connected with a golf course and fell in love with the sport. And now it's really the number one thing I do when I get free time is go and try to play nine or 18 holes. I'm obsessed. I might take you out. Let's do it. My, I'd love to. To my club here in LA when you have time. I would love to. That'd be great. Who's the wild girl I really like too in the end? She kept kissing you and kissing you. And she was like, and she's funny. And she's just kind of, it commands the room, um, but she's little. <laughs> you gotta give me a name. I'm, I think I know what you're talking about, but are you, are you talking about Maria? Oh, Maria, Maria. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Maria. Yeah, she had the back and forth. She said she didn't want to kiss me, but then she kissed me. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, oh, what the heck? Yeah, but she no. seems like a lot of fun. Maria's fun. I think you're going to get that this she season in general. She makes it down she's the fun. road a little bit. Yeah, she, she's, she's a fun one. You're going to have to wait and see how far she goes, though. Come on, you can't pull that out of me. Can you tell a girl that's there for Instagram followers right away? I don't know if anyone has that much of an intuition. I think that stuff might come out uh, throughout when you pay attention to it, but I, I had a great group of girls. I didn't really feel like that was the case. I think a lot of them were there for the right reasons, and I think people will see that throughout. Is it healthy 
to feel a deep, crazy, over-the-top, intense connection with more than one person at the same time? It's different. I think that it's part of the experience that you're feeling a lot of things throughout the process. And um, I just really try to pay attention to my gut. I tried to pay attention to what I was feeling, uh, hold in as much as I could to make sure I was smart and I wasn't saying too much. But it is a weird and different setting to be in this. And uh, yeah, it's, it's something that you just work through through the whole process. I guess the challenge is really like not getting swept up in the helicopters and the hot tubs and the, you know, solo All the romantic by Sean Mendes or whatever. Yeah. You know, and try to have conversations that can exist in the real world when Sean Mendes is not playing for you. you yeah. Know. I think it's Admit. beautiful to meet someone through this experience because you get to do all these amazing things and you get to really um, have this setting that brings out so much of what a love can be. But then the realization of leaving it and what life can be like after is part of it. Uh, I think anyone that's been on the show that's had a successful relationship can understand that and you learn the little things after. You should be a consultant now that you've done this a couple of times, consultant to the next guy of how to how to get through that. Because yeah. it's so titillating and exciting and like, wow, over the top. It's not taking out the trash on Tuesday. It's different. Um, and I was I was trying as much as I can to talk to other people. Uh, I've gotten as much help as I could. And I think that I would love to do that for anyone else who's in this role, because it's something that takes time to understand. How much do you put into the physical connection, like the physical, like, whoa, you took my breath away? Is it like? 80%? I don't have a percentage. It's it's an important part of a relationship. It's something I pay attention to. But I also think that physical attraction can build over time through the connection that you build. So it's something that you just have to pay attention through this whole entire thing. What, what, was there a love at first sight that, uh, I mean, I believe in the, I believe yeah. that your breath has to be taken away of the at the beginning. Yeah, I definitely think that there is a belief of that. And I, my breath was taken away a few times on night one. So I, you can try to read it through your amazing ability to read it. My favorite part of The Bachelor is when the host, Jesse or whoever it is, come, it, it comes out and sit, when they show a tight shot of the one rose left. Mm -hmm. Then they come out and go, it's the final rose. It's a classic. This is it. Like we couldn't tell with the one. Hey, I love to do it every time. But we it's have great. to set the table. They got to do it. Classic. You got to have it. You I know what you're going to say. There's yeah. one rose. We know. Everyone knows right when that one rose is there. You hear Jesse's feet click as they walk in. Everyone knows what's about to happen. It still adds the suspense. It still does it. Big Jess. Are you guys buddies? I love Jesse. He was amazing throughout this. It's such a cool thing to have he's a connection. He's a really big dude. He's, he's a big dude. Yeah. No, he's 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 built. Um, it was great to have a connection with someone that actually also was in your position. I think one of the cool things that Jesse understands is he went through it. And uh, that allows you to have a little bit more uh, real and candid conversations about what this whole thing's like. This guy's had an incredible life. The NFL, The Bachelor. I mean, <laughs> he's doing everything. I was hosting The Bachelor. Yeah. I mean, no, he's, he's uh, Jesse's killing it. Yikes. Um, okay, so congratulations to you and Lexi, your person, and I hope you guys are having that. I hope yes. you're playing all over Hawaii and hitting the greatest. Take a trip to Ireland to play golf with Lexi. Hey, whatever She's you think. She's got a brother. What'd she say? She got my dad, my brother, and you, and her that makes so That's three, her dude. perfect foursome, That's I think she said. That's the perfect foursome. Yep. Big golfer. Cute. Cute girl with plays golf. Oh my God, I'm so happy for you. So congrats. Lexi and Joey, forever. I called this. Wait till you roll this thing back. When you roll this back, baby, I'm going to look like a genius, right? Right. Uh, whatever you say. Appreciate it, Bill. <laughs>
Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Catch Joey's Journey every Monday night on ABC. Well, she went from the highest paid woman on TV who brought her killer comedy skills to Modern Family for 11 seasons to the most violent cartel queen pin in history. Sofia Vergara's transformation into Griselda for her new role is shocking. And she reveals how playing the part took a toll on her in more ways than one. Here's Sofia and producer Eric Newman. Sofia, Eric, thank you so much for being with us here on Extra TV. First of all, I have to talk about Griselda. You did such an amazing job. And she's a character that she's as much feared as she is admired in so many ways. So for an actress who's known for everything you've done, how crazy was it to dive into this one, Sofia? Well, it was very complicated because I've only done really Gloria Preach it, which was a, you know, like a pleasure to do. It was so, um, comedy comes natural to me, so it was very organic. It was like, you know, uh, scenes that were full of joy and happiness and fun. I would go home, you know, like excited. And Griselda was a completely different thing. It was, you know, a lot of drama that I had never done. I've never worn prosthetics. I never really act in Spanish. It was, uh, I had never even smoked and I had to be smoking in every scene. I had to learn how to do cocaine. So it was a lot of new things for me that made it very uh, stressful and exhausting. <laughs> um, at the beginning, the first month was really weird. I didn't understand what was happening to me because I was very, uh, my personality is usually very uplift and I would go home like uh, feeling weird like I didn't know what was going on I, I thought it was just tiredness but I started uh, like recognizing that it was days of doing horrible things to people and you know a million horrible lines and screaming and crying people choking you uh, your body doesn't really know that you're not going through that all those emotions so it was exhausting and you know now of course I understand what what real actors do dramatic actors do and and it's so difficult. And for you, Eric, how was it when you saw that, when you saw that your your dynamic duo, your partner Sophia was going through that, was there a moment where you said, hey, cut the method acting, like once we say cut, well, I didn't no do any method that. acting. <laughs> um, you know, uh, 
No, uh, I think one of the things that that I believe from the moment Sophia reached out to me way back when, now it's 2015, um, <clears throat> I saw her commitment to to doing this part and, and also an understanding of what it would take, the makeup, you know, three hours every day, um, changing the way her posture, her mindset, you know, it is a, it is for, it's an, it's as challenging a transformation as one can do, particularly coming from the things that she has done there, where there is a lightness to them. Those things are unbelievably technical. What she does on, you know, in comedy, it's very hard to do. Um, but I knew that the process that she needed to engage in to become Griselda Blanco was going to come with some pain. And what was the perfect blend of knowing that you had to use the prosthetics? Was any of that used to take us out of seeing Sofia Vergara or was it all based on the character? So, <clears throat> Well, actually, we I don't look at all like the character because it was gonna be too difficult, too long. We didn't have that kind of time because we we're doing a TV show. Uh, my main, main thing, our main thing was to uh, completely have the audience not think about me or Gloria preaching my character in Modern Family. That's what I was always so worried about that they would think it was Gloria with a fake nose and a wig. So no, I, I got anxiety watching your character <laughs> okay, because, good, good. because I fully was immersed in it. And how important was that for you, Eric, as well, to make sure that at the central core of the show, it's not just a show that's glorifying the cartel. It's, you're, you're talking about women's empowerment because yeah. both with your character and with June's character, we have that same yeah. message. I, I mean, it's essential to, and, and it, it is at the essence of what, you know, Griselda's story is. It's a woman who, unlike any other trafficker in history, was, a, is, was, a, was not a man. You know, the fact that, that this woman was able to do this in such a male-dominated uh, culture. And though fear, she wielded a tremendous amount of fear, we were interested also in the loyalty and the respect and the love and and the audience is going to find that too because at the beginning of our story here's a woman doing something wrong mm -hmm. to protect her children she has the mm -hmm. best reason in the world and then what the audience i believe will find at some point is a that rootability that that sympathy starts to erode slightly when she gets worse and worse and worse. So it's a, um, you know, it was essential that we have, I think in that character, underneath it all is Sophia. And, and as a performer, someone who's beloved and, you know, she comes on screen, you're like, oh, I like her. I hope this all works out for her. And uh, and that's part of the power of, I think, her phenomenal yeah. performance. I was Thank secretly you. rooting for you throughout uh, the yeah. entire <laughs> thing. Yeah. So, so when, when it comes to the fun that you guys have had behind the scenes, you guys are in Miami, Sophia, I saw you with Messi and the boys. I feel like how fun has it been now that you did all of the hard work of production, now you're in the promotional aspect well, of it. Well, which is a lot of hard work. Slow. I've been on tour for three weeks. Yeah. I went from LA to Madrid, Madrid, London, London, New York, New York Colombia, yeah. and now Miami. So it's been a lot of work. You know, we have to uh, sit down, you know, hair up. I have to do hair and makeup. We've been like touring all over. It's been a lot of fun because it's great to feel, you know, when people come like you and are actually, I can feel that you're excited for yeah. the show, that you uh -huh. loved it. So that makes me feel like, you know, super proud of the show. It's been amazing. And then also I get to see 
everyone gets yeah, to see we all Eric like each and other. Andy the, and the, the rest of, of the cast, yeah. which we haven't seen each other in a year and a half since we finished filming. Right. So to be here in Miami with the cast, for me, is like, I mean, a dream. And then you have one of the world's biggest music stars, Carol G, as yes. well, doing something From incredible. Colombia. Yeah. For you, being Colombiana, yeah. seeing what our girl is doing, how important was it to also shine a little bit of a different light on her in this It series? was amazing, you know, that she was willing to do it because it's very exciting to know people that want to try everything. And, you know, she's at another level in her music. And she arrived to the set, like very humble, like yeah. like she was, you know, being directed and being like every everyone of us there waiting for our for our turns you know, <laughs> on a set. And she gave us all amazing tickets to see her in concert. <laughs> well, congratulations to you both. Thank I know you, you so have much. a very big Latino family, Eric. I'm yes. sure you're a part of it now as well. <laughs> and I'm sure they're there to make sure that through the exhaustion yes. you're staying. How big and last question, how big is it? for you to have them on your side throughout all of this, uh, your family. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, they're all killing each other today because they all want to go to the <laughs> premiere and there's not like enough tickets. I mean, if it was, I mean, my whole family would fill out the whole theater. <laughs> <laughs> guys, thank you all so thank much. So I can't much. wait for the whole world to see this. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you guys. Griselda, now streaming on Netflix. That's all we've got for you today, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to listen and follow on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you next time.